Reading and writing are doomed. Literacy as we know it, it's over. Welcome to the post-literate future. This is Beyond Literacy Radio. Beyond Literacy Radio explores the possibility of a post-literate future where reading and writing have been replaced or displaced by something more profound and advantageous. Beyond Literacy Radio. Exploring a post-literate future. Remember those moments, those almost indefinable moments, when the squiggles on the page became letters, and then the letters became words, and the words sentences. You could read, and it was wonderful. And then later you practiced, endlessly it seemed, to create those letters yourself, to create the words, and put those sentences together. You could write. You were literate. Writing systems, like the alphabet, are among the greatest of human inventions. Our ability to read and write is something that we treasure, something that we universally encourage in others. For those of us who are literate, it's almost impossible to imagine or to feel what it would be like to be not literate, to be in an oral culture without texts, without reading, without writing. Just as it is hard for us to think about pre-literacy, so it's hard for us to imagine something beyond literacy, and yet people are beginning to consider the options. Take Walter Ong, for example. Father Walter J. Ong of the Society of Jesus, professor of English at St. Louis University. By the 1960s, Ong was seeing the beginning of the end. There is a sense in which it appears the age of literacy is ended. The manuscript age and the succeeding typographical age have been superseded by a new age, the age of electronic communication. And yet we must be literate as never before. In his seminal book, Orality and Literacy, Ong says that literacy, alphabetic literacy, is preemptive and imperialistic. It takes over. It's aggressive. It pushes out other ways of understanding. Apparently it's nasty stuff. Then there's Marshall. The medium is the message. McLuhan. Literate culture is visual and detached. It creates the civilized man, the detribalized man, the man who is not involved. And the effect of the electric revolution is to create once more an involvement that is total. McLuhan was thinking about this before ubiquitous computing and before the internet. His was the electronic age of television. But it was clear that the new media would change how we lived, communicated, and thought. After all, it was McLuhan who said, first we shape our tools, and thereafter our tools shape us. Although to be factual, McLuhan didn't actually say this. John Culkin, a professor of communications at Fordham University, said it. At any rate, McLuhan did repeat it enough times that it became associated with him. A kind of intellectual appropriation, that, but oh well. Nevertheless, Ong and McLuhan agree. We are the children of literacy, and now we're its prisoners. The alphabet is a tool. We invented it. It has served us well, 
but it has also shaped our abilities and it has constrained our abilities. Things are changing though, rapidly. We can create something more powerful and I would suggest that we must. And that's the heresy at the heart of Beyond Literacy Radio, that reading and writing are doomed, that literacy as we know it is over. We're going to explore the possibility of a post-literate future, a future where reading and writing are a fetish, where human communication and the exchange of ideas have moved to a capacity, a capability, or a tool that is much more profound and advantageous. Beyond Literacy Radio is about the welcomed demise of reading and writing. It's about this time that many of the people I talk to about post-literacy either roll their eyes or look at me with unrestrained horror. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Seriously? The end of literacy? There's no more books? What do you mean? That was Kelly Jones. She's the producer of these podcasts and the creator of Pioneer Radio. You should check that out. And it must be really weird for people when they discover that you're a librarian. I mean... Literacy is your bread and butter, right? It's your profession. How do you square that? Heresy indeed. But I, you know, I'm quite serious about this. Uh, although I have to say I have no idea exactly what post-literacy would be like or feel like. And, you know, that's why we have Beyond Literacy Radio. It's a thought experiment. We want to explore the nature of what post-literacy is or could be. For example, the melding of technology and human capacity is something that we've done for centuries. But we're on the verge of something much more profound and much more intimate. Michael Kolderost has an idea. Kolderost describes himself as a cyborg because of the cochlear implants that allow him to hear. And his view of post-literacy is what he calls the worldwide mind. The worldwide mind is an idea. The worldwide mind is a concept. So what I try to do in the book is to talk about the worldwide mind as a coming global intelligence. And I mean that in the sense of an intelligence with an intentionality and a consciousness of its own, entirely apart from human intelligence. And what I try to do is get away from the science fiction idea that the internet by itself is going to become intelligent. I think that's an absurd idea. That's like saying that putting a bunch of transistors together we'll just get you a radio automatically. I don't think that's going to happen. The argument I make is that the worldwide mind is a combination of humans and the internet acting together in concert. That the combination of the two yields a being which is more powerful than either in isolation. And that, I argue, gives you the seed of an intelligence that neither has by itself. And that's what I think of as the worldwide mind. So, a globally aware intelligence, nurtured by fusing humans and machines. A nightmare, or perhaps liberation. Scary, or in fact something very essential. During the Beyond Literacy radio podcasts, we are going to explore a number of issues. The nature of the alphabet, the future of reading, the deluge of information, and yes, the advantages of being post-literate. And we'll look at the consequences too. What if you could remember everything? Some people can. And what if Spock was right and mind melding was possible? 
There's a professor of philosophy and neurology at a prestigious U.S. university who thinks so. Is wearing Google Glass being post-literate? Or will other more invasive cognitive prosthetics augment our minds and change our abilities and capabilities? And finally, what if post-literacy is really about becoming post-human? And what exactly is post-human anyway? Of course, not everybody is comfortable with the idea of post-literacy. Well, that's quite an understatement. Yeah, yeah, all these people are simply prisoners of literacy, I might suggest. However, to be fair, we're also going to explore the contrarians. We're going to imagine how the transition will occur. And it might be messy. It's probably going to be divisive and probably even confrontational. We will talk to people who have also thought about the idea of post-literacy, those who are excited and those who are appalled, those who see post-literacy as essential to survival, and those who see it as the decline of human civilization as we know it. But we don't want you to just listen to these podcasts. It's important to our project that you participate, you react, however you need to. You help us extend the thought experiment. So don't be passive. Comment on the blog, on the SoundCloud site, on Twitter. Let us know what you think. What have we missed, underestimated, or overestimated? Do you think that post-literacy is a desirable future? Or does it terrify you? Beyond Literacy Radio. Exploring a post-literate future. Beyond Literacy Radio is a thought experiment conducted by a team of graduate students at the iSchool of the University of Toronto. I'm Michael Ridley, the instructor in the course. For more information and to participate in the dialogue, go to beyondliteracyradio.com and join the conversation on Twitter, at Beyond Literacy. Beyond Literacy.